Hello, good sir. Hey. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, welcome to the Critically Average Podcast, where you, the listener, are special. Me? And Future we're just, me listener? No, 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 no. <laughs> and we're just average. And that's why people listen to us, right? Yes. Yeah. Elijah, yes. how are you, my average friend? <laughs> uh, pretty good. <laughs> been a busy week for me. Yeah, what you been up to? Yeah. Well, since... Uh, you know, I had plans to get a new car and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I had to put that on back burner. I've spent a lot of money this week fixing up the current vehicle. So. Oh, okay. So we're going to let him ride into the deep, dark depths of the sun and hopefully not blow up. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting there, though, where it won't. Did you change the oil? Up. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I remember back in the day, your version of an oil change was pouring more oil. What? Into the Lies. thing. <laughs> no, it was just, it was that one time when we went to the beach. The beach. And it was day of we were going, and I didn't have time or money to go. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. So I was like, I'll just add oil. And it was a little bit low, so there's nothing wrong with pouring some like fresh oil in mm-hmm. there just to get things going. Yep. Okay. You can find this podcast on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Castos, Stitcher, and at Twitter at Podcast Average. Give us a follow. We're posting some interesting stuff. Going around, uh, had some cool tweets this week, so trying to get on top of that. And on Facebook, just Google crit- Critically Average. Um, YouTube. YouTube is rocking and rolling, baby. Castos really? came in clutch, republish. Everything gets republished, posted straight into the playlist. Now, I will say I had to republish all of them all at once. Yes. So, like, my. the <laughs> uploads are just, like, <laughs> they're all over the place, right? Yeah, it was but on But if YouTube. you go into the playlist, it is listed from top to bottom. And from here on out, it'll be correct. So, from episode 25 on, it'll be, <laughs> but just yeah. don't even go into uploads. Just go to playlist. You'll be fine. Yep. Be fine. Yeah, I noticed that. I was on YouTube the other day, and mm-hmm. I hit, you know, my subscriptions. And yeah. And it was just, like, critically average, like, 15 just, or 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, sorry about that. Sorry about that overload, but it'll be good. So you can listen to it wherever you want. And having YouTube Premium, this isn't a spot. We're not sponsored. I mean, if they want to pay us, they can. But I don't think I want to. If if you have YouTube Premium, you can like shut your phone and it'll keep playing. Oh yeah. So if you're not if you don't have an iPhone or you're not a fan of podcasts or Stitcher or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um yeah okay. You want to get into some movie news, my friend? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. So the first three things, I have some questions. That while cleaning parts at the old hinge, uh, at the old work, I was like discussing in my head. I was like, you know, I'm a little curious. Okay, first one, your opinion: Can Vision and Nebula be snapped? That I had that question coming out of Infinity War. Right? Yeah. It's a pro- it's a provocative one. It's like, so Nebula survives, but we don't really know if that was because of selection, right, or because she's a robot and. Like it's what she's like in between, like a, mm-hmm. but she's more robot than human, right? Yes. So, so can she be dusted? I, that's a good question because Vision didn't get dusted; he died. Exactly, he died before. Um, is there are there any other robots or cyborgs that are this? See, I was were in there, the universe. I was sitting prior? struggling hard. The only other robots we've seen in the universe are James Spader's fucking army of robots and Ultron, obviously. Rocket, he's technically. A cyborg. He's part robot. Rocket? Yeah. Rocket Raccoon. But he didn't get dusted either. He didn't. That's what I'm saying. It's helping prove. So it's... Because pr- it's, it's... are they considered life if they're a robot? Exactly. And like, 
everything that was a species got dusted. Yeah, so a bunch and, of humans living being is what they said in the trailer. Uh huh. A bunch of snaps got. I mean, <laughs> a bunch of humans got snapped, right? And then, like All for example, thing. Groot. Groot is part of a mm-hmm. species that lives in the universe, right? Yeah. And so, uh, Drax, you know, uh, Mantis, all those people, right? Mm-hmm. Even uh, even half gods apparently because uh, Peter Quill gets dusted. Well, he wasn't anymore because his dad died. Oh, did that that just make him a regular dude? Yes. Okay. All right. Never mind. Sorry. Not your but I just thought that was interesting. I, I didn't know if that could be. I think Nebula could play like an interesting role, maybe, maybe, maybe. So. But I just I'm what just if he just like to... tries to like dust her and he's like, "What the <laughs> fuck's happening?" Okay, I just gotta beat this one. <laughs> I don't know because I'm trying to think. Are, are there any other cyborgs or robots prior or in the MCU? There are, but they're not in the movies. That, that's what I meant. MCU. Oh, you said MCU, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. But that's an interesting question. If you know the answer to that, let us know mm-hmm. on the old Twitters. Just add us or whatever. Uh, Hawkeye. I I have a theory. Okay. That his family... I've always said for the last little bit that I don't think his family... Uh, or that his family gets dusted and that's why he goes off the deep end, right? I don't think his whole family gets dusted. Okay. This I don't know why, but like the trailer, I guess... They, like, really focused on his kids, and his wife is not really featured. Mm-hmm. I think his kids get messed up, and then that causes fissures between him and his wife, right? And then he, like, freaks out and goes off, and then the wife calls Romanov, and it's oh, like, yeah. yo, he ran away. I think he's in Japan. You right. need to go take care of him yeah. because, because, you know, like, Romanov and her – are like you know they care about yeah, him. they're, they're like, both women you know what i mean and so like and romanoff is like the only one that's really shown going to get him you know yeah like, i think that scene where the quinjet, quinjet comes down yeah. i think that's her i think and so you don't too. really see anybody else right mm-hmm. that's my theory yeah i like that theory i i think though it's hawkeye is the only one remaining of his family and i think that's probably the more logical one i do too but well, I want to I mean, like I wanted to like think about how it because he has be a wife and three kids, and mm-hmm. if the four of them get dusted and he is still the only one alive, yeah, I think that would cause him to go mad. Absolutely, sort of like the unfairness of I'm still alive, but because let's be honest, like you would want to die first before like your loved ones, right? Yeah. So. But I could also see how like how like all three of your kids dying could cause some serious tension oh, yeah, in your relationship. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. with people dead everywhere. Like why the hell did our kids die? But yeah. we, we survived, you know, exactly. that, but I was just, I was just thinking about that. Okay. Here's another, it, it's just, it's all about snaps this week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can the whole world be snapped? The world isn't a living planet or a living thing. No. That, well, technically did you, I don't know if you know this, but the world is only talking about Earth. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, like, if let's say you lived on Mars, you couldn't call Mars the world. Did you know that? <laughs> it's an interesting fact. If you Google the definition of world, it talks about everything on the planet Earth. Huh. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, that makes sense. So This so, world, Earth is a world. So. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's this world. Like mm-hmm. th- So, in this context... Can everyone on planet Earth die? Mm-hmm. Or 
So why did it? So that like, means like. So why did it like fifty fifty the Earth? Why didn't everybody on Earth? I'm die pretty and, sure, and they came out and said that's chance. So it's the entire universe that got snapped, not just so technically. So it could have been like all of Earth is gone, <laughs> but a hundred percent of another universe state or another world stayed. Okay, so but that answers not, my other question. I said, can <laughs> can the entire world be spared? I. I what if he so. but what if he is, snapped? He goes. Everyone planet. just survived, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, shit, come on." <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, because they said he would go planet by planet and doing it. Yeah, yeah. And spare fifty and kill fifty. Yeah. So I think in his plan, it is to go planet by planet to do that. Okay. Because it doesn't fix the problem if he goes saves this planet a hundred percent, then goes kill this entire True, planet because, because the same problem is going to exist on that planet well and it's and it's specific to that ecosphere right like exactly. titan for example like just overpopulated be- and stuff and if and if you you know like let's say mars was a an, a habitable place yeah killed everybody on mars it's not going to help the earth no you know what I mean? the same like, problem still exists exactly so. okay so i guess he just it just 50 50 the whole universe yeah i think there's every- really not a planet out there that gets spared really just yeah. pretty much everything's everything. just dying. All right. Those are just some interesting thoughts I had. Okay, Christopher Nolan's new secret movie that we have no idea what it is, but it'll be good. Uh, he, <laughs> it casts the uh, the main character from Black Klansman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. He That's doesn't cool. have a large filmography. He doesn't, but he was really good in that. So. He was and really you good. And then you get hooked up with Christopher Nolan. Big stuff. And yes. that's in 2020. Okay. Which is actually pretty soon. But no one, Christopher Nolan, would come out in November. So, uh, big news for me. If this is true, the Game of Thrones creators, the, the, uh, I think they're called the Double Ds, David Winios, Vinios, and, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Double Ds, that's what they call them. Um, <laughs> They're apparently making a Star Wars show after Game of Thrones. Apparently, it's going to be The Old Republic, which is like my favorite. I love that, uh, what do you call it, that storyline. Yep. But I cannot get through the fucking video game because it was so (laughs) bland and so boring. It was amazing 10 years ago. You know what I mean? You're like, wow, this is incredible. But I love the story, and I know it happens, and it's good. Dude, that's just like, can you please make it a TV show? And then you get the double Ds behind it. I'm on board. Nice. I am on board. Plus, they do best when there's already a set. Like, there's some episodes of Game of Thrones where they didn't, the book wasn't finished yet, and they had to kind of take their own, and it started to fall off the rails just just a little bit, right? So, like, it's good that there's already a set universe and story going on. So, that might be cool. Oh, Oh, by the way, <laughs> Warner Brothers slash DC is just falling apart, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> First off, we learned this week that... Did you know people can change, Elijah? It's hard, but yeah, some people. <laughs> Marvel has rehired... James Gunn, yes. The old James Gunn, because people can change. And the tweets they make 10 years ago don't really affect okay. them today. Okay? Yeah. So, that's cool. Apparently, there's there's conspiracy theories that they never really fired him. They just fired him to look good. Well, it was the right thing to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, no, if they wouldn't have fired him, you know how much crap Disney would have got? Yeah, but it, yeah, and then they got a lot of crap for firing him, but but one is like more well, defendable one's than better, the other. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then they brought him back because he apologized and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that so he did write a script for Suicide Squad, which by the way, Suicide Squad's a complete reboot. Right. So two years later we have a reboot for a movie. <laughs> That's probably the fastest turnaround reboot I've ever seen. Besides Fantastic Four, and that was four years because they were running out of licensing time. That's true. So um, James Gunn is back. Warner Brothers just lost what I thought was going to be the one person that could actually build their universe. Okay, and uh, it's now come out that Warner Brothers' uh, studio chief is now stepping down. Things are falling apart. Let's just put it that way. Things. It, it kind of feels like a crumbling ship a yeah, little bit gotcha. to me. It's yeah. like, can we hold it together? Mm-hmm. What's funny, though, is I've heard a lot of good things so far about Shazam. Same. But it's like it feels like Shazam made it before it started crumbling. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there was just the right people behind Shazam. Yeah. And then everything else is just kind of <laughs> falling apart. And I really like Zachary Levi. Like, he, he seems – I listened to a podcast with him in it the other day. He just seems so excited to be yeah, and that's in a always a good movie. thing. Exactly, that just helps your experience in general. So, exactly, because they're gonna put their best their best effort forward mm-hmm. towards that. Because you know he was one of the he was in the Thor movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was one of Thor's like war buddies. Yep, and he was really disappointed of how like underutilized that is. Well, I mean, so. <laughs> those Thor movies aren't very good, you know. So, yeah, Ragnarok was, but he was in it for like one second. Wait, where is he in Ragnarok? You know the uh, I forgot their name, but the group of other Asgardians is Thor he always the, fights with. Yeah, okay. So is he the big hulking? So he's not the hulking dude. No. He's obviously not the woman. He's like got like long hair. Is like he the uh, is he the rapier guy? Yeah, got it. Cool. Yeah, yeah he, I mean. I always thought it was cool. There's that really cool scene in Thor 1 where he, like, messes a bunch of people up. Yep. Okay. Uh, Once Upon a Time in... Hollywood. In Hollywood. Are you excited for it? Yeah, because that's what I predicted to be the best movie of the year. Wow. Okay. So I put up a thing on Twitter this week. It was like a, it was like a graph mm-hmm. of all of Quentin Tarantino's movies. And he sits steadily above 85 for his entire career. <laughs> There's one drop, but that's Sin City. So that's like, you know what I mean? That's not his vision. Right. So I don't really count that. But And then the other drop is Hateful Eight. Yeah. So do you think this is going like a Pulp Fiction way where it's like his vision comes true and it looks good and everything? Or this is like a Hateful Eight way where he's like super pretentious and his vision I, is all he cares about and it just... I'd becomes. have to answer you whenever I see something other than... Like a poster. Yeah, that was the general consensus on Twitter. People were like, trailer, 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 trailer. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, yeah. You know, it's got it's got Brad Pitt, Leo, and uh, Margot Robbie. That's one hell of a cast yeah. already. So, the like, I've already, I'm already on the ups for oh, liking yeah. it. So, oh, I want it to be good. Yeah, I just too. hope, I just hope he's not on a downward slope. Yeah. And he said this is his last one, right? I could have sworn he said that a couple ago. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. But he's got to be getting close. You can't say this is my last one too many times without it being truly your last one, right? Yeah. So, And we haven't seen Leo since The Revenant, right? Man, that might be true. I don't... Really? I feel like it is. Is that really true? 
I feel like the last time we've seen Leo's the Revenant, and I think he's had time to like do this, so I think it, it will be really good. When you Google Leonardo DiCaprio, the first thing that pops up is 2016 Oscar winners. So, well, because he won an Oscar for it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, normally, like, their latest movie would pop up. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. What? He has not made a movie in Since four Reven- years. <laughs> Revenant, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I, I've noticed. Sorry, that. I just, I, I'm just so used to Leonardo just making things. Well, there was that span where he was, like, He's got movie a lot. year. You know? He's got a lot coming out. Dude, they're making a Theodore Roosevelt movie. Oh, that's sick. That's amazing. We know a person that'll be going to that ASAP. <laughs> Our old history teacher was a massive Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, fan. yeah, he was. Thought he was a beast, which he is. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be good. I, hope I like the poster. Uh, I think it's interesting. I, I think they, like, I'm glad they went the way they did with the two characters because Leo looks like he's in his zone. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, like, wearing a leather jacket, being a cool guy. And Brad Pitt, <laughs> uh, he looks. 30 years younger. He does. Like if you go watch uh, World War Z, he looks like 58 in that movie. <laughs> and now he looks like he's like 42 or something. He's well, you know, in World War Z, he's wearing all these baggy clothes and his hair's all... And he's got a beard yeah. and he's just like beaten up. And this, and this it's all like tight clothing and <laughs> Tommy Bahama. Free- <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Tommy Bahama. He's got a, he's ha- he has a yellow uh, like surf shirt on mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. What's the plot? Uh, one's a stunt double. They're trying to. They're like wash up, washed up. So they're trying to get back into business of acting. Is it realistic or is it like gonna be nuts? Oh, like a uh, Django Unchained final fight scene sort no, of. Nuts no, 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 <laughs> not like that. Kind of like a kind of like Pulp Fiction, where it's like a it's a really hyper world. Like oh, gotcha. Like. N- you're not going to save someone by stabbing them with a giant needle in the heart with adrenaline, right? Like, yeah. That's not going to save their life, but it did in that movie. Gotcha. You got what I'm saying? Or that pawn shop scene. That's <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to go to that. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's other scenes in that movie, too, like when uh, the boxer comes home mm-hmm. and, you know, she's, like, glowing and everything, the the girl, so the little French girl. So it's yeah. just there's just super weird, hyper-realistic parts of that movie. I bet I'm just curious. Yeah. All right, I think that's all I got. Really? That was a lot. You got more? Well, I mean, the uh, Toy Story 4 trailer oh, came shit. out today. I haven't had time to watch it. Watch Hold it. on, I'm going to pause it. Pause what? The podcast. Just live react to it, man. Okay, we're back. <laughs> okay, we're back for the second time. <laughs> Panic ensued. <laughs> the speakers were on. We were blasting at ourselves. Okay. Um... It's an interesting trailer. You just fresh off the Toy Story Four trailer. Fresh off the trailer, um, I like Sporky. I feel like uh, what what makes him so much dumber than the rest of the toys? Well, he was born yesterday. You could say. Well, I mean, I mean, Buzz when he first got there, he wasn't dumb per se, but he wasn't like he was naive. He was naive. Sporky's not naive. He looks like <laughs> but, handicapped. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, it kind of was made by toddlers. <laughs> this is fair. But the thing is, all it's the other like ADHD things, can't pay attention yeah. to anything. All, all the other toys are beings, like an animal or a person yeah, yeah. or something. 
So maybe if the real version of it had a brain, they would be as smart as. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So he's as smart as a spork would be, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, I mean, I think it's impressive that Toy Story is still, like, relevant and not doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. This is really cool. So Toy Story Story 1 was, like, you know, pretty much introduced the whole thing. Toy Story 2 was about... uh, uh, Two? Yeah. Um, They got sold or kidnapped, basically. Yep. And then Toy Story three, they go, they they get given away, and they have to like navigate their way through a, a whole new like like they're they're taken out of their realm and put into like the real world. You know what I mean? Where like other toys are living, mm-hmm. and then this time it's like what it's dealing with sentience, sentience. really, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. Uh, but, I know. Or belonging, really. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, cool. Whatever. It should be good. Yep. I mean, they're all solid movies. We'll go see it. Yep. I'm down. All right. Ready to jump into this main topic. Yes, sir. I, you are, you, you have, have no idea how excited excitement. I am. I have made a 21-entry <laughs> list on oh, how to win Survivor, and that's post-season 11. What? We'll get into it. You ready? Okay. Are you ready? Do you want me to go? Well, see, how do you want to do this? Because I, I have feel a bunch like... of scenarios... Or like, how how is your thing formatted? Uh, uh, do you want me to just go? Because I'm ready to go. <laughs> just go. Okay, the mm. game of Survivor. <laughs> so basically, the game of Survivor. Twenty castaways are left on an island or a remote place for 39 days, and they they fight challenges and they are uh, put into two tribes. Sometimes three tribes. We'll talk about that in a minute. I've covered all the bases, Elijah. Okay. okay. Sometimes three tribes, okay? Sometimes they're themed. Sometimes old players come back. Sometimes new players come back. Sometimes I've been watching Sur- been watching Survivor since I was six years old, and I have watched every single season, except for the one that's on TV right now. Yes. So I'm pretty well-versed. I know what I'm talking about. Now, could I put that into a winning formula? Probably not, but I'm going to give it a shot, okay? Well, the game itself is very unpredictable. So. It is very unpredictable, and, and I always say I think I would have a very good shot at winning Survivor if, one, I could get in shape before I went on the show, like into a decent amount of shape. I feel like, I mean, there's definitely people that are way more out of shape that win the show <laughs> than me, but I, you to win the show, it's good to be in at least a decent amount of shape, right? Yep. And then, two... If the people I play with are not complete lunatics. That's pretty much it. Those are the two defining factors. And sadly, Survivor normally picks a few lunatics. (laughs) Uh, I think that's part of the process. Okay, so the reason I talk about Season 11. Do you know what what happened in Season 11 that changed the game? Um, I have two guesses. Okay. Redemption Island. No. Idols. Yes. Okay. Idols changed the game. And the reason it... Idols changed the game because it it turned the dynamic of of alliance versus alliance on its head. Because if your whole alliance votes for one person on the other alliance, which is what you need to do in an alliance system to get the numbers, if that person has the idol, your alliance is fucked. And I mm-hmm. say fucked because they can vote whoever they want. You're screwed at that point. Okay? So, how to win pre-season 11. 
Oh, so with no idols involved. No idols. Okay. Very easy, dude. This is the heyday of Survivor if you're just wanting to play no, like, sneaky games. Get into a majority alliance, which is caveated by being basically be a good person. Because if you're a shitty person, you're going to get shoved into the minority alliance. Yep. Okay. You don't want to be the leader of that alliance because that's always the person that's picked out first in the in the merge. Okay. The merge, if you don't watch the show, is when the, the two tribes come together. Usually they get down to like 11 people? Yes. Uh, contribute to the tribe because if you don't contribute, this is true about all Survivor. If you yep. don't contribute, people will vote you out for just being a lazy piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, form a pact of three. Now, this is different from later on. I'll get into it. You want to form a pack of three because three without idols is incredibly strong. I don't know why. I can't really explain it. But when you get a solid three and you don't break from that, you can really run the game because three is already a pretty large amount. You attach two or three people to that that are oblivious and don't really care and don't know that they're the bottom two. You just run your way through the game. And then finally... Since there's no idols, the only way to protect yourself is winning the challenge. Win challenges. You can literally win challenges all the way to the end in this game. Because back then, there's no idols. So you yeah. could win challenges all the way to the final four and you're st- you're in. You're done. You've made it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and as long as you did some stuff that the jury likes during uh-huh. that, you'll win the game. Okay. Now this changes later on. Okay. Okay. Post-season 10. So now we're talking about season 11, first idols, and so on and so forth. Okay. Okay, things are about to get harder. Okay. 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 <laughs> One, don't play too hard. Okay. We've had enough seasons now that everybody knows how Survivor is played. Okay. And we're talking about people like Sierra. You ever watch Sierra's comeback season? Mm-hmm. She immediately started gunning for people. And they voted her ass out so fast. It was ridiculous. You want to be chill. You want to build the thing. You want to win the first challenge. And if you don't win the first challenge, just just be someone that's not an asshole. Because they always vote out the assholes that lay around and do nothing first. Right. If you get voted out first and you're a game, if you're a player, you've really done something wrong. You've really put yourself out there. Don't you dare go running into the woods looking for an idol. They ooh, ooh, they normally don't vote you out first because they're like, listen, we know he's crazy. She, he, she is crazy. I'm not going to vote him out. But you're, you have this huge target on your back. You're going to get voted out in two or three challenges, right? Okay. Number two, don't be a woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just I'm only kidding. You can win this game as a woman. But the odds are stacked <laughs> against you, okay? Okay. There's an equal amount of men and women at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. 22 out of 13. And I say 13 because uh, Sandra's won twice. 22 out of 13. That gives you a 64% chance of winning if you're a guy. It's pretty good. Right. Versus 36. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. So don't be a woman. But it, I'm <laughs> only kidding. Actually... The, the more the game goes on, if you're a strong woman that can really, like, implement herself, you actually have a better chance, I feel, because, like, people like Poverty and Sandra and stuff like that, they're not labeled as these threats, but they still win challenges. Like, they just swoop them, and everybody's just like, oh, they're not a threat. They're not a- oh, crap, they won the game. And it just happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that's just a joke. 
I'm just messing. <sighs> okay. When you land on the beach, you want to canvas all the tribe members. Okay. Now, whatever tribe you get stuck with, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to build relationships there. Because if you try to wait till the merge to build relationships, you're screwed. Okay. You're going to go find the most down-to-earth, normal guy from either Kentucky or West Virginia. Somewhere in there, okay? He needs to be country as hell. I mean, we're talking TJ. We're talking... Uh, <laughs> we get it, yeah. You go, I'm sorry. We're talking Boston. Not Boston, Rob. He's from Boston. Boston. We're talking just the normal down-to-earth guys, okay? Uh, who's the guy that with the cowboy hat that won a few years ago? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I can't Isn't remember like all their names. JP, the guy. J JT, yeah. T. I'm sorry. And then uh, the uh, Nick, the guy from the one of the latest seasons that won, just country dudes, okay? Because <laughs> they're always so nice. They're always so hard to vote out. They're always like, oh, I don't want to vote out JT. He's so nice. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, if you are a Kentucky West Virginia guy, you're good. Don't worry, you already won. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Form a duo. <laughs> We're forming duos. Okay. Not a trio. No trio. No, 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 no. You don't want trios anymore. Trios are dangerous. No more duos. We're talking Tyson. We're talking Jervis. Okay. Best duo ever. Right oh, there. Right, We're right. talking the Mason Dixon alliance. We're talking Nick and the nerdy guy from one of the late duos win this game. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because duos. Okay. You can kind of keep them secret. Everybody knows your friends, but you're not. You don't have this fear of like, wow, they have five people that all like each other, right? It's just two of you. But you two can work different sides, okay? For example, oh, yes. Tyson Jervis. They're my favorite to watch. Jervis hung out with these people. Tyson hung out with these people. But guess who was the tightest? Tyson and Tyson Jervis. Jervis. So now they have both sides of the tribe working for them, okay? Okay, so now you and your very country friend are now feeling good. And you're directing the votes, but be sure to place the blame slash decision of the votes upon another person. If this is not possible, you pass the blame back and forth. Okay, so you go, oh, Tyson came up with this vote. Jervis came up with this vote. It 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 means that you're not the kingpin, right? Like, Tyson's not always choosing the vote. And normally, you can put it on somebody else. You could be like, yeah. oh, yeah, Katie said she wants to go for uh, Jim. So we're voting Jim because Katie said so, right? Not that hard. Okay. If you take the leader role back and forth to spread the blame, your duo will make this dilemma for anyone who tries to vote against you, right? They're like, who do we vote for? Because which one's the leader? Like, what what do we do? And then they will self-destruct trying to pick one of you, right? Because they'll just be bouncing back and forth. And by this point, you probably have idols. So they're like, well, we can't vote for Tyson because he probably has an idol. And if we vote for Jervis, Tyson will give him the idol. You're unbeatable as a duo. I'm telling you, but you got to be tight, dude. You got to make that duo, and you got to be like, dude, we're not screwing this up. We are going to be tight, and whoever wh- whoever wins at the end, whoever wins, mm-hmm. you'll get twenty five hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you may be thinking now is a perfect time to get Jack involved. A trio. Don't freaking do it. You're an idiot. It's a trap. Okay. No matter the more the merrier will destroy you. Two. Okay. Build a damn shelter. I can't tell you how many times I've watched Survivor and they're like, freaking Jim Bob's over there doing nothing. He's sitting on the beach. He's not building the shelter. First person gone. Get over it. Help build the shelter. If you don't know what you're doing, uh, 
weave some palm fronds together, okay? Don't panic. If there are two tribes, uh, don't panic if there are two more than, if there are two tribes to point a finger, okay? You're, you're fine. You got two tribes. If it's split into three tribes, start to panic. <laughs> We're in trouble. Because if you're on two tribes, you have enough people to, like, you know what I mean? To avoid. Right. You're ten apiece. You're nine, eight, seven. That's a lot of people to maneuver. When you get split into three, we're talking five, four, four, five, five, five. Like later in the game is when they normally split it. You're in deep doo-doo now. Like you have two other people that you have to work with to try to get somebody out, you know? The good thing if you're a strong individual is most of the time you won't get voted out in a three. Because they're like, dude, we <laughs> for like challenges. We need to win challenges because we're running out of individuals, and so they won't vote you. You do have that fear in larger ones. If if you have enough strong people, they'll vote you out because they're scared of you later in the game. Just don't be scary, really. Okay. If in the three, right? If you're in the three, you gotta win challenges. And the good thing about this is two. Two tribes win. So just freaking just play your heart out. I mean, go as hard as you can because even if you come in second, you're good. Just don't be the shittiest tribe there. If you are, you're in trouble. You're you might be screwed. Yeah. If there if you're in three tribes, that means there's three idols. Okay. Now let's say you and your boy got split up. That's probably a good thing. Okay. Because now you can come back together with two idols. Mm-hmm. And they're much easier to find when there's three because the the camps are smaller, which means the the canvas location for them to hide them are smaller. And, I mean, it's Survivor. They've gotten pretty formulaic with the way they hide their idols. It's not yeah. hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just make sure you do it inconspicuously. And, I mean, there's plenty of time in Survivor, especially if your tribe wins because you're just sitting there for a night doing nothing, waiting yeah. for the other tribe. And most of the time, isn't it on a reward or something? Like, sometimes, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, in a bottle that they're drinking, or on the bottom of it, or somewhere with the food, or clues somewhere with it? Yes, if there's, like, a feast or anything like that before the merge, you know there's going to be either an advantage or something like that there. And then other things is sometimes you'll find a clue, and you have to grab it during a challenge. Yes. That's just nuts. You're just going to have to really, like, <laughs> buckle down and get that. And another thing is sometimes they hide it on the sit-out bench. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let's say you're not the one sat out. Just take a little gander over there. See if you see something. And if you do, after the tra- challenge, act like you're tired. And you just bend yourself over the challenge bench or the sit-out bench and just rip that thing. Okay? All right, moving on. Uh, Okay, you've made it to the merge. Let's just say you've you've navigated the three or the two. You're good. You have an idol. You and your boy are still in. You've made it to the merge. Uh, like we just said, check under the, the feast. There's going to be something there, but don't be too conspicuous or mm-hmm. people will get Check the rice bag or something. And even if you don't get it, it might be a good thing. Just watch who gets it. Because if that person already has a threat, you can go, you can go, hey, by the way, I saw What's-Her-Face get something. You know what I mean? And then they'll go talk, and then they'll yeah. be like, why didn't you tell me about that? And then it just creates a fissure. You're just stirring the pot. You're just pushing it <laughs> over there. You know what I mean? Yep. And then at your final thing, you can be like, 
I was watching during the feast. I saw that, and I specifically planted that seed to cause problems that weren't me. And the the, tri- the jury will be like, damn, dude, he played us and give you the <laughs> vote. Okay. Uh, okay, so most of the time when the merge starts... People go, this is the time we... I love the merge. I can I can finally start playing this game. You're an idiot. You're going to get <laughs> voted out immediately, okay? You want to take it easy until there's about eight or seven people left. Then you're going to start fucking... Get that knife out. We're going to start backstabbing everybody. Yeah. Your, your dynamic duo is just going to draw people in like, we got you. We got you. <laughs> Dead, okay? Because you need to make big moves. But you need to make them... At a point where your numbers are small enough that people can't pile on. You know what I'm saying? If you do it with 11, 12 people and you make a backstabbing move, now you got eight or nine people looking at you like, well, I don't know about that guy. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, it's a little too much. Whereas if you do it at seven, right, you got your dynamic duo. You just took a guy out. So now you're down at six. You only have four people to worry about. You can draw one of them in. It's 3-3 three, three now. Okay. Draw another one in. You're good. Backstab them. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Plus, you probably have idols at this point. So, if you don't, you're not playing the game right. Uh. Yep, you start. Okay. Use your idol. So, use your idol. And if you don't win challenges... Oh, use your idol or use your immunity necklace to save your boy. Okay. Okay. Mm. So if you're Tyson, right, you're just gonna you're just gonna save your boy one time. Now don't let him save you. No, 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 no. We don't want that. No, no, no. You wanna you wanna be the kingpin, right? Just save your boy one time. It'd be like I brought him here. He's the re- me and right, him right. were tight, but I brought him here. I saved his ass. Uh, he's the reason I'm here. We're the dynamic duo, but I, you, we all know I'm the one leading it because I saved his ass. That's a good that's a good one, man. You want that? You want that? Okay. Win some challenges, but not all. Okay, I did some research. I pulled up the old, the old stats. Okay, look at this. So, let's see. Challenge stat leaders. Okay, most wins in a season: Colby Dawson and Terry Dietz in Panama. Okay, seven did not win either nope. one of them. Most challenges ever: Boston Rob did not win. He has won once. Uh, he did not win that season. He won uh, right, right. like six or those. Most, the best percentage of winning, Joe, Joe. did not win. Isn't okay. he on the season now? Joe's another one, did not win. Bruce did not win. Sierra, Sierra's the losingest person in all of Survivor, by the way. <laughs> Just a good joke. But yeah, uh, total challenge wins per season. Uh, Terry Dietz again, did not win. Don't win too many challenges, but you want to win a very specific one. You know which one it is? Which one? The last one. Oh, yeah. Now, that seems obvious, but it's big now. So they changed the rules a few years ago. Now, instead, it used to be the dumb... I used to hate it, right? Whoever won the challenge, the three people that were left would walk up to them and say, you should keep me around because I suck. I suck at this game. I'm awful. You should keep me around. Or they'd play the other card where they go, I'm a good player. You should d- you should give me the chance. And it always turned out that they brought the piece of shit to the final with them, right? Now what they've done is the person with the immunity necklace gets to choose 
who two players they want to fight it out in a fire building battle. Right. Okay. That leverage to use in your final uh, conversation with the jury is crucial. <laughs> it is so important. It has been one of the most defining factors in the last three seasons. People being like, yeah, I made them fight it out because I knew she wasn't good at fire, but I knew she's a better player than me. And they're sitting over there on the jury like, yeah, I'm a great player. I'm going to vote for him because he – and then you, you just played that one play. That's another vote. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, all right. <sighs> okay. Ozzy, by the way, won a lot of challenges. Nothing. Malcolm. Remember Malcolm? Mm-hmm. Won a lot of challenges. Nothing. Okay. Be mean. You're going to want to be mean. You're going to be mean, okay? We're talking Tyson. You remember how mean Tyson was? Yeah. Tyson would be an asshole. But be non-confrontational, and after every single vote, you're going to be very nice. Tyson used to come back. He used to hug. He used to, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Nick, Nick, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One last season. He was always like, he always came back, and he wasn't like, yeah, I fucking voted your boy. That's Jervis shit, okay? You don't want to do Jervis shit. Jervis is too loud, too boisterous. You want to be like, you want to be calm, cool, collected. You want to be like, hey, sorry, it's a game. You know what I mean? I had to do what I wanted to do. You got to be nice. But you also got to be a little bit mean because there's those people on the jury that want to see you do things. They want to see you get under people's skin. They want to see you make these heartless moves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's just a very, there's a very weird set of people that are going to be on the jury. There's going to be the ones that are going to like, they're going to vote for the namaste. All I did was ride coattails the entire time. But a vast majority are going to be vote for the strongest and the outwittiest. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you want to be mean, but also be nice. Non-confrontational. If you get there confrontational, you you're screwed. Yeah. We're talking Hanson. You know what I mean? We're talking Richard Hatch. Like, these people got underneath people's skins, and they got kicked the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Take it easy. Eat up. Everyone's... I keep going back to Tyson, but I think he's just the best survivor player that there's been. He used to just chill, right? After mm-hmm. the after the, you gotta get fish, you gotta get food, you gotta get coconuts every once in a while, but you need to take it easy because you got people like like Ozzy and stuff. They just like they burn themselves out just constantly doing stuff for the tribe, and then you know like he he's like they won't vote me out. I'm providing for them, and then they backstab him. Right. You know they once you get to like day forty, I mean uh. Day 29, you're like, we had 10 days left. We can make it without Ozzy, right? Like, yeah. he's going to win if we keep him going. So, you just take it easy. Take it easy. Okay, biggest one here. You might you might feel a little different, and there is one case that goes against it. Fuck advantages. Don't, oh, okay. don't touch those things. <laughs> Every single time I've seen someone try to use an advantage, except for the last season, in which... Two idle, no, an idle and two advantages were played, and it was perfect. That's like once in a blue moon, right? Everybody had to be on the same page. Everything had to work out perfectly. The only other person that's used advantage accurately, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, the person that won that season was Nick, and he was not the possessor of the idol or the advantage that really made a difference, okay? He was, a, he was the possessor of another advantage that they didn't really need because it didn't affect the vote. But they used all three in conjunction to make sure they were fine. You know what I mean? Okay. The other one was Sarah. 
Sarah used an advantage, and she did pretty good. Mm-hmm. With she it. won, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, she won, but her advantage play was actually good. But every other time I've seen advantages, they either once dot use it as like a safety net, like I'm fine, and then never got to use it, and it gets passed down, aka the legacy advantage, or two, they used it and it did nothing, <laughs> like <laughs> it just didn't hit hit where they wanted it. Their vote was obsolete because they had too many numbers or something else. It's just like. Just screw those things. If you get one, just give it to your boy and be like, this is a uh, – or use it later in the game to get a third person in. Be like, we're going to show you this advantage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're like, ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are so nice to me. I'm on board. Backstab. <laughs> Backstab. Okay. Don't be selective in reward challenges. If anything, just throw them away. Low key. <laughs> throw them away the reward challenges in the merge okay if it's a singular not a team-based reward just fucking maybe just fuck up on the puzzle a few times because you don't want to be the one selecting who goes on rewards oh it ruins a lot of people's games you can uh you don't have to take it though you can give it to someone else oh the reward yeah it happened in the first blood versus water one or blood one the family one. Oh yeah they like give it to somebody else because they're their family the guy there's like one super athletic dude and he was winning all the challenges and he was just giving it to everybody else besides like he he would give up his win for other people gotcha I don't think that's a good strategy either. oh so it seems so. it seems too uh what do you call it like baity trying to trying to get favor with people mm-hmm. yeah no you don't want to do that either well yeah because <laughs> he won and he started celebrating like crazy and they're like calm down dude he's like I didn't say I was going to take it Oh god! Then you get all like defensive and stuff, and it's just a sour mood. Yeah, pretty much anything that makes your eyes roll in Survivor is the death <laughs> of you. If 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 you ever eye roll, you're never gonna win, right? Yep. Like if people are like, ugh, br- ugh, Brad P- Culpepper, like oh, you're yeah. in trouble, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, I would. It's just a slippery slope, and if you win one, try to be as as humble and as unselective as possible. Be like. Listen, like, if it's, let's say it's the, the biggest one is the family reward. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody wants that. You just go towards the person that reacted the most when their family member is there. If someone is, like, legitimately bawling, like, dehydrated because of tears, you're like, listen, I gotta give it to him. You know what I mean? Well, I think everyone respects that. Exactly. And if it's, like, a wife and a husband versus, like, a kid and their dad, you give it to the kid and the dad because there's just a stronger, like, the wife and the husband, they'll be fine. <laughs> You know what I mean? They can live 39 days without each other. Yeah. You know? Unless they've gone through something crazy or, you know, just like the the kid and the dad is a much, or the, you know, the mom and the daughter or the mom and the son is like a much more, never give it to the sister brother shit. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, no. Just don't win advantage. I, I just, mm-mm. Well, I mean, if you had to, I would, like prejudice aside, I would more likely give it to the person that almost won. Facts. True. You just that's a good idea. You spread it. You spread it to the person that came closest. Yeah. They almost won, so they deserve it just as much. Exactly. I'm just better. It's a good and idea. And just start flipping everyone off. Don't take your boy. Yeah. Make no. it make it clear on day one with your boy. You go, hey, when we get rewards, don't take me, and you and I won't take you, just because we're here to win a million dollars. We're not here to go to fucking Fiji and eat some food. Okay. We're here to win a million dollars. We're not messing around. I'm not losing because I wanted a pineapple smoothie or something. Yeah. Okay? All right. Uh, going back to what I said, win the final challenge. 16 people have done it and won the game. 
That's pretty big numbers, okay? Yep. In the last five years, or in the last 10 years, five out of 10. So you have a 50% higher chance of winning if you win the final challenge. Right. Okay. That gives you a 33% chance, a better chance of winning. So basically, combined with three people being there, that's a 66% chance of you winning if you win the final challenge. You're in good shape. Yeah. Plus, you get to use the fire building thing as a point in the uh, in the final talkovers. You know what I mean? Yep. Okay. All right. Last one. Number 17. This is the most important. Most important. Okay. If you have a sob story, which don't create, don't fake one, but think about something that's tough in your life. Okay. And you're going to cultivate that the whole time you're out there. When you're sitting on the beach, you're not just enjoying the beach. No, you're cultivating your final speech the whole time. You want to deliver and you want to almost cry. Okay, you want to be right on the brink. You want it to k- kill your voice. Okay. <laughs> and you want to you want to collect yourself, okay? And then you want to deliver the hardest hitting most emotional speech yeah. you've ever given in your entire life. And if you got kids, great. If you got a dying mother, or a kid on the way. Bang. If you got a family and you're struggling for money, you're in you're in mm-hmm. business. You're in business. We're talking Jeremy. We're talking Cochran. We're talking we're talking uh what was that guy's name? The guy, there's a guy a few years, uh, um, it was, uh, Gen X versus millennials. Right. He, 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 uh, his mom was dying of cancer while he was out there. You just can't beat that. Yeah. I would vote for that guy. It's, you cannot beat that. And I know, don't, like I said, don't false it, don't make it fake because they'll figure out after the show and you'll be screwed. But if you got something, you want to deliver it and almost cry. Because you don't want to go full cry, because then you're just delivering like, <laughs> and nobody can hear what you're saying. You want to do like Jeremy did. Like, Jeremy almost cried, pulled himself together, and then just like, bang, hits you right in the field. Right. That's it. That's all you got to do. Those 21 steps, and you'll all win right. Survivor. Easy. Let's <laughs> sign up today. Okay. All right. Now the discuss time. Okay. So you did hit a lot of points that I was going to talk about. Cool. Which we'll go into more detail, because mm-hmm. yours were... Detailed, but still a little vague, you know? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, preparation. Yeah. What do you bring? Oh, that's a good one. I, You know, I didn't even think about that. So, I would say... Because they allow you to bring, like, two things, maybe? Your clothes. Well, it's clothes on your back, and then you get a personal item. Uh-huh. And then I think you get, like, a, a swimsuit. That's what I'm thinking. Like you can, like the the girls can bring like a bikini or a swim set. Yeah. And the guys can bring us a different pair of shorts or something. I believe we'll go with that. Yeah. So you get clothes on your back, a swim suit, and then okay. one personal item. This should be obvious. Don't wear a suit. <laughs> like that one dude. Okay. Nick wore a three piece suit, and I was like, "You're ridiculous." <laughs> okay. Well, didn't did he use it for other stuff though? Like. For the base and stuff around it? No. Or did he, he use it for himself? He wore it. He used it to look <laughs> swagger on the last tribal council. I'll tell you that much. I mean, you got this. You got a dude sitting next to you in a dress that has been demolished for the last, like, 39 days. And then on the other... Who, who else is he with? Uh, oh, and then the dude next to him just looking ragged, let me tell you. And then you got a man in a three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he definitely looks swagger. I'll tell you that much. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, don't wear don't wear a wife beater because if you're like me, you're gonna get burnt yep. out to hell. So I would wear a long sleeve, uh, button down fisherman shirt. Okay. And then under that, I'd wear the most comfortable T-shirt you ever had in your entire life, right? With a frocket, just for utility reasons. Okay. And then I would wear uh, cargo shorts. Or I know this is I know this is lame, zip offs, because okay? <laughs> sometimes it rains a lot and it yeah. gets cold. You'd be surprised how cold it gets, and to have full set of pants be very helpful. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say is swim trunks. I mean, don't bring a speedo; you'll just freak everybody out. Yeah. And then uh, whatever you do, don't wear jeans, don't wear khakis, like pants, khakis, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Bring some fast-drying socks. And I'm not talking, like, hiking, like, whatever. I'm talking, like, the thinnest pair of socks you can find because those things over the fire will dry in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Don't go to the don't go to REI and buy, like, wicking socks. They don't, or wool or they, something like that. They, they will wick sweat away from your foot, but they take, I know from experience, they take hours and hours and hours <laughs> to dry in front of a fire. Yeah. <laughs> And we're talking about tropical, humid, it's never drying, okay? Yeah. You're going to be wet. And tennis shoes, obviously. Yeah, tennis shoes. Just the best best damn pair of tennis shoes you can buy. Mm-hmm. Like Asics or something crazy. Like, yeah. Like I mean, a nice like pair the... of Nikes or Adidas or something. Yeah. Okay. Good. Don't don't wear don't wear those, you know those shoes with the toes? Toes, yeah. Because the, like gonna, shoes. the biggest thing about that, right, is people are like, oh, it'll be good. You can swim in them, da, 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 da. You do one challenge, right? Where there's a there's a like the an edge of a box, and you catch that pinky on the outside, <laughs> that pinky toe on the outside of that box, <laughs> and there's nothing to hold it in place. Uh oh, <laughs> dude, you're breaking the shit out of that thing. I'm oh, telling you, that's hilarious. Don't do it. Yeah, that's okay. about it. That's what's, what I, what's your one personal item? I don't know. Some, whatever gives you strength. Whatever you can look at, that's and it gives you strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's a picture, if it's a necklace, if it's a thing, this, that, the other. If it's your Bible, I mean, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. floats your boating goat. You know? Yep. Because I, I bet I haven't been there, but I bet day twenty six, you're like, this sucks. I'm, <laughs> done, I'm done with this. And you just Lord, need, give me strength. You just need something, yeah. right? You just need something. Cool. Okay. All right. So day one, mm-hmm. you know, you get. We're we're just gonna go. We're presuming or. Uh, or imagining it's you. You're on the reserve or whatever it is. Okay. okay. So it's you. And you're split into your two groups. There are two tribes. Mm-hmm. And you're in one. And you head back to your um, campsite. Camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are an Eagle Scout. Indeed. Yes. How hands-on are you going to be in the building of the shed? Or the whatever it's called. I am blanking. So I know this is not going to be satisfying because you're probably looking for one end of the spectrum or the other, but as medio, as middle as you can possibly be. That's yeah. So you don't want to be the leader because yeah, you don't want to be the boss. The thing about that is one, you become the boss, so everybody's looking at you. And two, if the shelter falls apart, guess who they're going to blame? Yeah. Okay. So you want to be the guy. Oh, and the whole thing about Survivor is just maintaining your composure, Mm -hmm. right? And Almost, 
amplifying your personality at some points and dampening your personality. So my personality in real life would be to just run the thing. I'd be like, no, 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 you, no, I, I let me yeah, hammer yeah. that in because you're doing that fucking wrong, right? Right. But I'd just be like, Becky, you're doing a great job hammering that in, right? And then when she leaves, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> let's fix that shit because <laughs> that's awful, right? Yeah. And I would just be like, I don't know. I'd just be hanging out. You'd be, be like, hanging loose. You totally, let someone dude. else make the mistakes. Jim, it, let's say Jim Bob's like, I want to make a A-frame right here. I'm like, that, mm. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Okay. <laughs> like, I would just be like, A-frame? What do you want the A to be? <laughs> That's. I would just be, I would be helpful. I would not make the decisions. And I would just make sure everything's good without making it seem like I'm putting anyone down. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, yeah, that's like smart. So it's just middle of the road. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much you just want to be middle. Like you don't. That's true. Especially at the beginning, you just want to be as middle, mm-hmm. boring. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but the people that make it the furthest get the smallest amount of airtime early in the season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Davy, the last season I watched the man. I I swear he found an idol, and I was like. Who's this guy? I've never even seen him. We're three episodes deep. I'm like, what? And then he makes it to the final four. I'm like, yeah. The, the smallest amount of airtime. Because the people that are getting airtime are the crazy people. Like the people that show up on the beach and they just go nuts. Yeah. You know? Or skinny dip. Also, uh, one thing I did leave off of this that I meant. Yeah, skinny dip. Uh, Tyson, he learned his second season. He went He went full nude on his first time and I was like what are you doing <laughs> luckily he has the personality what to like contain that oh yeah like, he's just a jokey kind of guy you know what I mean mm-hmm. alright uh, so I, I left this out don't get hurt I know it's easy to say but just don't do something anything yeah, stupid yeah. you know like wear those toe shoes that or <laughs> just like just don't overstrain just be as uh, careful as you don't climb don't climb a tree that you're like hey if I fall off of this I might break my back or <laughs> Just be careful. Yeah, you know. Cool. All right. You so walk around on the wa- on the rocks. That's dude. That's where it gets me. People falling on the damn rocks and they just like chop their side up. Mm-hmm. Right. Drink a lot of water. Yeah. It's and if you're dehydrated, don't sit next to the fire. You might fall in that's, if you yeah, pass that's out. A, that's a good point. <laughs> so, drink a lot. It's free. It, they don't restrict your amount of water. Just drink yeah. that shit all day long. And you're if hey, you're you a can guy, drink till you're full. By the way, it's bad oh. for you, but you can do it. And if you're a guy, the bathroom is all around you, <laughs> so just don't even worry about it. Yeah. Just pee like a racehorse all day long. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So still on day one. Yes. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> I hate day one. <laughs> It'd be the hardest day for me. Oh yeah. So let's see. The tribes are ten to ten. If there's two of them. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you find your allies or your alliance? Like, do you just go up to every single person and vet them? Or? No, 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 no. Okay. I think immediately. Okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that happens before you hit the beach. Yeah, like like the there's boat the, trip there. The boat the boat trip there. Jeff talks to every single individual, right? Mm-hmm. And first off, you can gauge real quickly. Like, okay, that person is way over arrogant for me. That's true. Or that person is a like a ditz. Like yeah. he she knows nothing. Okay. <laughs> And then I think you just get to camp and you're going to have a lot like everyone's going to stand around in a circle and have a powwow happens every single time. And when you're building the shelter, you're really going to like 
gather who's a genuine guy, who's a leader, yeah. who's a who's a lay back and do nothing guy, who's a middle guy, and you want to find the most middle guy. Like I said, like the country thing was a joke, but it's kind of true. The, yeah, just the country homeboys, they're just they're nice, they work hard, and they're trustworthy as hell, dude. Like you can do anything to them, and they're like, dude. That was messed up. How, what do you want to do next vote? Uh, it's like, dude, you just got stabbed yeah. in the back. They will do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Who was that guy that literally did nothing? Ken. Huh? Ken? Oh, Keith. 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 <laughs> dude, if ever I want a, a right-hand man, it is Keith. He is Who we voting out? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You want to talk about shifting blank? That's the thing. No one's believing Keith did that. <laughs> You're like Keith made up this site. They go, mm-hmm. okay, buddy. <laughs> so you might have to navigate a little differently yeah. there. All right. So the thing is, like, because most of that, um, when you go to approach people, yeah, to set up alliances, it's during that shed building, the shelter building. Yeah. Um, like going to look for wood. People go out. Yeah. Yeah. You try to do your best to get with the person you're trying to. Yeah. So how do you like say if you you see this country guy and he's not like what you expected how do you get to someone else before because you're not the only one doing that obviously Uh, everybody's doing it i know so it's literally like you have to know beforehand going into uh, i I think building that alliance who you need to aim for yeah very true so i think you can narrow it down to like four or five people yeah maybe even two or three like four or five potentials two or three like i want these people right yeah one, let them come to you. Okay? So uh, maybe they're playing harder than you are. Maybe they come to you. You know what I mean? Maybe you're just naturally because you're both middle of the road, tr- actual true players, right? Not just personalities they picked up. Right. You're, uh, th- maybe they'll gravitate towards you, right? And two, the other thing you have to worry about, and I see this a lot, is not showing your true intentions to the people that come up to you. Because... N- Probably, unless unless you just don't fit someone else's bill, nine people are going to come up to you to talk to you. And every single one of those, you have to, one, show that you're willing to work with them, and two, also show that you're not completely invested in an alliance with them. Because the people that just go, I'm so ready to work with you, but they have no intention of doing it, those are the people that like, wait, I thought we were, and then everybody's like, all nine people are like, didn't you have a conversation with – and he was like ready? You got to yeah. be like – maybe just shift the conversation more towards the game and less towards an alliance. You know what I mean? Just right. like, like, yeah, you, Jim, he seems like a nice – you know what I mean? It's like da, 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 da. And just get away from like we're going to be together to the end. <laughs> but then when you get with your boy, you got to be like, dude, you feeling what I'm feeling? We could do this. Jervis Tyson. Yeah. Also come in with some, some ideas so you can like – I mean clearly I wrote up this thing. Yes. So yes. like – just come in and give some give some historical background to what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to be like the Mason Dixon Alliance. I'm trying to be like Jervis Tyson. I'm trying to be like, you know, all these people that the duos went to the end. You yeah. know? Like I'm your Cochrane. Like if I win, so be it. But we're we will go to the end together. And if you just if you beat me, you beat me. I'm fine with it. You know? Yep. I'm your Cochrane, you're my blank, you know? Be be the bigger you know? It's just Gotcha. Be my down-to-earth country guy. All right, last day one question. Okay. So you're at that powwow. 
Yes. How honest are you with everybody? Ugh. Because you're like name, age, and occupation usually, right? So depending on the type of season, like uh, I've talked about how seasons are sometimes themed. Right. If it's themed like, like for example, they did brains, brawn, and beauty. Oh. If you're okay. in the brain tribe, you can't be like, you know, I'm a blank. Like they're gonna be like, how are you on the brain yeah, tribe? You. Right. So, <laughs> I I think I'd be realistic. I think I'd be honest with all of that. You do. Yeah. So I mean, like, what's, what's your what's job the, title right now? Huh? What's your job title right now? I'd just be like, I'm a engineering assistant in the rapid prototyping department at Hendrick Motorsports. And then everyone just falls asleep. Gotcha. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, okay. But I, that's fine with me. If people fall asleep, then they don't specifically. But, I mean, remember. that's good though, because if you just said like engineer or something, you know, because people don't want to, you know, like people always say I'm a police officer, and they always lie that they're not a police officer. I'm thinking of Joe, for instance. He told everyone he worked construction, but he's really a police officer. And then at the end, he told him that he's really a police officer. It's because it's idea. like a sweet spot for people or something. It's a good idea. But I don't have that. So you don't want to no like, like, depend oh on God, your job. No one's like, oh my God, engineers. <laughs> <laughs> They're normally like... Because like, engineers typically make good money or something like that. So it's like a... Uh, I don't think that's... I mean, they gave Sandra the money twice, so I don't think anybody's worried about the money. I mean, they gave I think they gave Bob the money. He's like a scientist. He probably makes four hundred well, thousand dollars a year. Well, that was early, and Bob deserved it. So, yeah, I think I think you do have. I mean, Nick won last year. He's a lawyer. He's making plenty of money. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think if you're gonna go that route, right? If I'm gonna say I'm I'm an engineer and I make good money, for example, mm-hmm. I think I focus more on the struggles of my life than my than the struggles financially in my life whereas if you're like a jeremy right you focus highly on the financial struggle you know i'm a i'm a cop i'm a firefighter right he was a firefighter and he's like i'm a firefighter and i go and burning buildings and i get paid thirty two thousand dollars a year to do it it's bullshit right I'm not going down that. I'm not going to be like, I sit at a desk and I get paid this much. No, 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 no. That's not, I got to be like, you know, my life's been tough or whatever. However, you're going to formulate that, you know, or I've worked, you know, I've worked my whole life to get to where I'm at and yep. it doesn't diminish how much money I make. It's just because I worked and worked and worked and everybody works just as hard to get to where they're at, you know? Yep. Cool. So I'd be honest. Be honest. Yeah. Because honesty, honesty is important, especially on day one. Right. Especially if you're trying to get your country boy to help you out. <laughs> country he, he's, boy. He's going to want you to be honest. You know? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Well, it's not like he knows you're lying. This is true. But if he that. finds out later, he might be like, I'm out of here. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, Do you become an asset when it comes to food? I know you talked about this. You said don't be the main hunter-gatherer. Well, you want to be a provider. But you don't want to be the Ozzy, yeah. the Joe, the Malcolm, like where you're just like... You're doing everything. I think oh. in the beginning it's not a bad idea because if you're like the only one that can catch fish, for instance, they're going to want to hold on to you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's fun too. Like I think it's fun to go out yeah. there and try to catch some fish, you know? Mm-hmm. But don't spend... On, on day 26 when you need to be playing the game... Don't be lost out in the ocean catching fish. That's what Ozzy's up to. Because mm-hmm. Ozzy gets – he doesn't – they they every single time he gets voted out, they go, blindsided Ozzy. No, they didn't. They just all sat around. They could sit in a circle watching him fish and go, we're voting him out tonight, right? That's not a blindside, <laughs> yeah. okay? Ozzy just wasn't playing. He just wasn't 
uh, what do you call it? He just wasn't present in the yeah, month. Yeah. He was out doing something. Day one, two, three, four. If your tribe wins, dude, I'm I'm doing everything I can. I'm getting coconuts. You got nothing to worry about. If your tribe loses, you ain't getting no food from me to that night. Oh yeah. Nope. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm playing the game. I'm yeah. I'm making sure my ass ain't getting voted out, and I'm staying as low key as I can, but also trying to drive the vote as much as I can. Mm-hmm. How and much? Becky. Becky's the one driving the vote. It's me. <laughs> it's Becky. It's me. Uh, <laughs> um. When it comes to eating, just my share, just your share. Are I you can, yeah, I never be the first one to eat. Literally, I pretty yeah. I'd cook. I'd be the one to cook and dish it all out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, we went through high school. I I I went from what we we went from like seven thirty, didn't eat a damn thing, all the way till two o'clock. Oh yeah. I'm, I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, like I'll be okay. I say that like it wouldn't be an issue. Oh, Just, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, like high school, for instance, like if I didn't bring lunch money or something, I would just wait till later in the day to eat. So yeah. I would go like 12 hours without eating. But and there's some rice is fine. And listen, they've stopped doing Africa. They've stopped doing China because it's just it's just dangerous. Yeah. So, I mean, Gabon was like one of the toughest. They had to like stop because there was elephants and shit. about yeah. to, And so they basically I think they pretty much put you in the same place every single time like yeah. you're in fiji there are coconuts everywhere it may not be the most tasty thing on the planet just fucking eat coconut mm-hmm. hole all day long yeah you'll fill your stomach up you'll be all right you can start a fire eagle scout so yeah that's easy do you if i got a boy with glasses that's how i'm doing it a boy with glasses yeah, yeah. I'm like, get your coke bottle lenses over here i'm gonna make <laughs> a fire with your glasses gotcha. friend okay and do then you, would you teach others how to do it or yeah, I'm going to go find the dude with the biggest muscles and say, hey, rub this stick for 15 minutes, would you? Okay. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Unless I got a bow, you know, that you like, shh, uh-huh. shh I can't do that. Yeah. You, have to, you have to consistently rub 15 minutes. Your arms are dead. That's why I said if some boy's got Coke bottle glasses, yeah. <laughs> sir, I'm going to need those. <laughs> Give right. me a drop of water on those bad boys. We're going to have fire in no time. <laughs> So, cool. Um, let's. See. And they pretty much, I mean, you're not gonna make it that long without fire. They're gonna give you flint and steel. Yeah, you'll eventually win it. And catch me in a fire making competition, I'll wreck your ass. <laughs> I was watching the two in the latest season, and they're doing this. Pro tip: if you're ever on Survivor, they're doing this. I'm striking it. I'm hitting it. Yeah. Flint and steel is a scrape. Uh-huh. So you scrape magnesium. That's what catches, right? And then you take the thing, and everyone thinks you need speed and momentum to make sparks. Mm-mm. It's not true. You just pull pull that knife across that real slow and just real hard. Yep. Dude, it will shower. Just <laughs> You'll have a fire in no time. If you're going like that, you get one point of contact, and it deflects off immediately. Right? Yeah. Not only that, you're producing wind out the ass. So you're just like, everything's out. You're mm-hmm. blowing your, your tenders flying all over the place. If you just gentle. And listen, your hands are going to get fucking burnt, okay? It's just the name of the game. You're going to make a bird's nest. You're going to. Have you ever watched Bear Grylls? Yeah. That thing's on fire in his hands. Your eyes are going to be burning, but we're talking about a million dollars right here, okay? <laughs> yeah. A little bit of burn hands, a little bit of eye hurt. You're fine. Cool. 
Um, so you talked about challenges. Yeah. Um, you don't want to win every one. No. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think winning one is a problem. Like, again, like if you're in the game, I don't think it'd be a problem for you to actually win one. Yeah, there's certain Because there's some that... people that just are clueless, you know? Puzzle challenges, like some people just have no idea what they're doing. And so, then like strength and uh, endurance challenges, so there's some people that just can't. So how do you go upon challenges? Say you're in the merge now. Yeah. And so now we're talking balance, we're talking strength over time, and we're talking endurance. Those are the three biggest challenges they do in oh, and focus. Focus. Those are the right. three biggest challenges they do in merge. Okay. So say we'll do both. Say you're top like one of the top dogs and you're in the majority for votes. So you don't necessarily need it. Okay. Do you just throw? How many have I won? Previously. First one since the merge. Oh, first, first challenge since. The yeah, merge. I'm not winning that second one. But I'm not making it obvious. I'm throwing. Okay, I was, don't. I wouldn't be the first one eliminated for sure. Like, give it some time. Oh hell no, dude! Because if you're the first one, like easily, you know, it's like honestly, though, if I'm with confident. my boy, if I'm with my boy, if we can make it to the end, right? If he's a competent player, mm-hmm. then I'll make it to final three, final four. Yeah. And then look over, just take a glance at my boy and be like, I think he's got this. And then just, you know. All right. Now, opposite end, like near the end, like the final six or so, Mm. you're fighting for a challenge and you want to conserve energy or something. Do you still fight? Because some of those go for hours, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. If I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like this is a challenge that I can really beat in the final six, I'm going Uh for it. Okay. Six, five, four, I'm going for it. Right. Uh, 12, 11, 10, 9. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. All right, so. Um, Another thing, sometimes they offer food if you don't want to do the challenge. Don't take food? It doesn't really It doesn't really put a target on your back, but it just, it. if you make it to the end, people like to bring that up. They have to bring up like. So you just thought you were so good you didn't have to beat that challenge? You know what I mean? It's you're so just, confident you weren't leaving. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, now say you're not in the majority. You're in the mi- minority. You and your boy are in the lower end. Or if you're separated from your boy or something, you're in the lower end of the f- the majority. Do you try your hardest to win a challenge? Uh, that depends on how many I've won previously and if I No, okay, so it's the first one after the merge. Again, no. That's where no, we're going I go with. hard. You go hard? First one after the merge, always go hard. Okay. If you're in you, the minority. That's a lot of individuals and a lot of people that you may have never even played with, mm-hmm. depending on the shifting of the tribes. Okay. There could be there could be four or five people you don't even you don't even know. You like you could see their face and be like, Are you Tiffany or Stephanie? I don't know which yeah. one you are. That's dangerous right there. Because if they pick you for some They're like for he some, looks like a strong player. Exactly. So. Just you could be screwed. So you just yeah. go hard. You just go hard. Yes. And now it's final six, and you're in the six, and challenge your minority. You still go hard? Uh, yeah. And if, I have, an idol, if I have an idol, I go even harder. Okay. How hard do you look for idols? Hmm. Well, luckily for me, I'm an early bloomer. Like, I wake up. <laughs> early bloomer? That- early bird. <laughs> What's an early bloomer? You hit puberty before everyone else. Oh, I am that as well. No, I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. 
I was the first guy in our group to have a beard. Okay, I'm an early. Bl- I'm only kidding. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm an early bird. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. that was good. That was good. Uh, I'm an early bird, so I would get up and act like I'm just poking around the camp. But when you ask how hard, I mean like hard. Like I'm looking for it, but I'm making sure nobody's there like, to watch. Are you me. going out of the way of the beaten path, like say to the water hole? Like are oh, you yeah. in the woods? I'm everywhere. Oh, you are? And I'm but watching the cameraman there. like a fucking hawk, by the way. <laughs> okay? Yeah. I can't tell you how many times a camera they've walked past and a cameraman goes and pans up to the place that they just missed. I'm like, <laughs> caught your ass, brother. You know, I see exactly where you're pointing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all over that. Okay. I literally actually, that might be my strategy. Just follow the cameraman? No. Oh. Let the cameraman follow me and just obliviously walk by places that look suspicious and then turn around real quick and see if they panned <laughs> up. I'm telling you, it happens all the time. And no, it does, yeah. And this latest season, it's like they wanted idols in the game. Oh, okay. Because they were wrapping, like, blue twine around. That's so easy to see. Yeah. Like, there's there's never blue twine. And they always put it on a beach where there's something funky. You know, there's some kind of funky something. For example, one of them was she found a clue, dug up a ladder. The ladder was used to climb a rock wall. You know what I mean? I'm like, I would just climb that rock wall. Like, there's clearly, they wouldn't just put us yeah. in the middle of nowhere with a giant rock wall right there. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so say someone either calls you out or finds you uh, finding a idol. Just say it's the game. Huh? Just say it's the game. Like I'm sure you've done it. I mean, you've been walking around getting water. I know you're not. You're not just staring at your toes. No, okay. I I get what you're saying, but I meant like if that comes out during like a tribal council or something, and she says out loud, "Will has an idol." Do you be like? Do you deny it? Because it's her word versus yours. Okay. And say you're in the majority, and she's in the minority. She's oh. just trying to get people to. Oh. So how do you save your ass in that instance, basically? So she says, "Will has an idol." I just go. Well, I mean, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I mean, what does it matter? Right. I mean, Jim could. I would just. I would. Be, maybe you have an idol. You know. Maybe. Maybe Jeff has an idol. We don't know who has Jeff idols. The host. <laughs> You know what I mean? Exactly. We I would just say I, we don't know who has idols, and there's no point s- speculating mm-hmm. and pointing fingers. That's just kind of rude, you know? Right. I'll just play it off. Okay. You want to diffuse every situation okay. as fast okay. as you can. Yes. And then, now there's one thing I will say. If I feel really out of place, like I feel like I'm going home tonight. You just no, have that feeling in your gut. Have yeah. you seen the latest where this never happened, 1 through 20? All of a sudden, people will get up and start whispering in people's ears. Oh, okay, yeah. And tribal just explodes yes. into this into this this untrustworthy paranoia explosion. If ever I'm feeling really, really down, like for example, my boy got voted out, and I'm all by myself, and I'm in the minority, I would blow tribal wide open. I would blow that. I would start. I'd be like, he did this to him, and it. I would blow that shit. One, because I want to see it on TV one day because it's going to be sick. And two, because it might save your ass, dude. It's happened in the past where people whispering gets people really freaked out. And you can just... Like, honestly, would you... If something happened and you got up and go whispered in someone not in your um, alliance's ear, 
and you just said like vagina boob or something yeah yeah. just like utter nonsense just to get people started it would would explode you would do that you know it's fun yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. i would probably say something a little more provocative but (laughs) i don't know what's much more provocative about than vagina boob (laughs) but i would probably say something a little more a little more gamey you know what i mean like plank did this or you know they're like he has an idol yeah. Also, you might say something loud enough to get everybody to freak out. Like, Jim. Or, Jim. Yeah. Vagina poop. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. No, you, but, um. You just get real quiet near the end, or real quiet and then just say something very loud like a name. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if Jeff doesn't question you too many times during tribal, that's a good sign. Yes. Because when Jeff is like, constantly going back to you is dangerous yeah and i feel like most people know when something's fishy or they're on the chopping block did you know tri- tribal is an hour and a half long fuck like jeff talking to people that's insane if you can't pick up on your doom in <laughs> yeah. an hour and a half you got truly truly blindsided yeah truly also always bring your stuff to tribal yeah. Do not be that cuck that is so confident. Mm-hmm. And they're like, <laughs> dude, yeah. it happened this season. It was so funny. She's just standing there with nothing. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> Did she have an idol or anything? No, dude. Oh, okay. She so was, she, had... she was not, she had nothing. Right. She was an idiot too. Cause her freaking, her best ally got voted out the night before. I'm like, why are you showing up <laughs> with nothing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dumb. Man. When do you organize, say you're, you're running the game, but you're second in command, mm-hmm. okay? When do you start blindsiding? Eight or seven. Eight or seven? More towards seven. Okay. More towards seven. Gotcha. That you, makes more sense. Because you, you don't want to do it too early in the merge. It's a, it's a game of, it's like, uh, it's like playing Mario Kart, right? You know when you press the gas at the right time, you get that boost? Yes. That's, that's what Survivor's all about. Yeah. You wanna you wanna you wanna just hold gas <laughs> and then you just wanna go 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 yeah. and you need to win challenges because you need to look strong and you need to uh, you know well, and people, I mean Cochran won the last challenge the guy's like nothing well, right people do have memories of goldfish sometimes they're gonna remember what happened more recently than what happened at the beginning yeah I don't think people are uh, people are talking about making big moves in the tribes when it comes to the final thing no one talks about the tribal big moves okay Ozzy's been voted out in the tribe stage and when it came down to the final no one went I voted out Ozzy in the tribe stage they're like who cares like first off he doesn't pay attention okay (laughs) second off yeah you were in the tribes like it's not that big a deal it's the stuff that happens. You're exactly right, goldfish. It's the stuff that happens in the week leading up to the last tribal that yep. blows it open. Which, by the way, a lot happens in day 32 to 39. A lot. They cr- they jam pack yep. a lot of stuff right there. Yeah. Anything else? Um. So if you get an advantage, yeah, just don't use it. Don't use it. Just like, give it, give it you... to somebody else. Like I said, just use it to draw someone in. Okay. Just number three. I know. I know. I said don't use Jack. You're not bringing him in. You're fake bringing mm-hmm. him in. Okay. Like, is that a thing where, like, if you know, like, say it's on the sit out bench, right? Yeah. 
And do you go out your way to go get it? Or if you it just looks leave? like an idol, I mean, idols have a very characteristic look to them. They look like well, little usually, sacks with. Usually, twine. an advantage is like a piece of paper rolled up. Isn't yeah, it? fuck that. I'm not going. Towards so you're it. not going to not. No, nah, you know what? It. I am going towards it because it could be a clue to an idol. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's whatever. If it is an advantage, it is an advantage. I just think you don't use what's written down on the piece of paper as your advantage. You use you use the fact the idea that you have one exactly. Yeah. Think so, about think about bringing in Jack as number three, okay? And you go, hey, this is how we're gonna vote tonight. We're voting Tiffany, okay? Because Tiffany's this badass player. Mm-hmm. And then you go and look, we have an advantage, and I want you to play it. You know what I mean? Most likely, they're gonna be like. Yeah, I want to play that because everybody wants to walk up to Jeff and do something. Okay. Yeah. Everybody. I'm not a fan. I, as many times as I don't have to walk up to Jeff, the better. Because when you're walking up to Jeff, you're leaving. You're, you're either leaving. You're either this. This is during tribal because yeah. other times walking up to Jeff is good. You're either leaving. You're playing an advantage to save your ass, so I switch the game, or you're playing an idol to save your ass. Right. Those are the three reasons you're walking up to Jeff. Okay. None of those are good. So I'm handing this dude, and I'm going to hand Jack an advantage. And everybody's going to be like, wow, Jack just played an advantage. Which you gave to him. Exactly. Yeah. And Jack feels badass. Because in a couple seasons, I've seen people throw like advantages or clues or stuff in the fire. Genius. I fucking love those people. Advan- the advantages are bad, okay? Yeah. The idol is smart. You remember the ghost, uh, ghost Island? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about just balls to the wall shit, shit thrown at the wall season. People were coming back with the craziest advantages, and that season just got blown into smithereens <laughs> because things are just. If I signed up and I got approved to go on Ghost Island, I would be pissed. I'd be like, "You mean to tell me?" Someone got the Chinese plaque from James in China, and he gets to use two idols? <laughs> That's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> he can literally make it two more tribals because he got... Oh, yeah. Blew that scene now, apart. say... Yes. You find your original, like, day one idol at your camp. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you save it all the way, and say you find two or three along the whole way. Okay, do you wait and risk using them? Like <clears throat> the final three uh, tribal vote uh, councils, you're allowed to use them at? Not the last one. Why not? No, like you can only use it at five. Okay, no, I'm saying up to five, up yep. to the last yep. available time. You use like three back to back. One I'd uh, one I'd use on my boy, no matter if he gets votes okay. or not. Okay, and then. One I'd use on myself to get me to four, and then one I'd take home. So you're saying you would – would you do that, or would you use them if you think you needed them? If I think I need them, I'm going to use them. Okay. I mean, that's just that's just how it's going to go. I got you. you. You get what I'm saying, right? Like, and I think I you have could a, risk it and try to do – just save it no matter what happens, if you're on the chopping block or not. Yeah. I'm a very observant person, and I, I listen, and I like – so I think I'm going to know when things are stirring. You know what uh-huh. I mean? When things are happening, you know, when when you and your boy are the only two people sitting in camp and everybody else is gone and then they all come back at different times and they're all like, we're cooking rice? What are we doing? <laughs> I'm looking all over the place, by the way, trying to look inconspicuous, yeah. right? It's like, you know something, you know something shifty's happen, happening, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I would use it then. Okay. But honestly, if I had three idols, 
I would use one of my boy to save him to look good. One of myself to get me to the final four so that I am almost guaranteed a spot as long as the dude's like, like not a Navy SEAL and knows well, how then to build you just a fire like win, a beast. Win the immunity. I mean, that's the that's the hope. And then and then I take one home, dude, because taking one home is lit. If you go home, like Tyson, <laughs> so if you shit. go home with, that, with a fucking idol, uh-huh. you're a beast. Yeah. You can show that beast. off in the final thing, too. When you, the judge, oh, that's what Tyson did. Like, he said, well, "Look at this. I'm taking this home to my. I'm taking this home to my wife." <laughs> uh, <laughs> said, "I didn't even need it. Mm-hmm. I played this game so well, I didn't even need it." Yep. And look who I brought with me. No one likes him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's all I got. I think so. That's all the. Let me double check all the like questions I had. And it's you know obviously you can't always predict a blindside, but. There's always warning signs. Oh, there's variables. Like I said, if you play with maniacs, they're just they're just gonna pick you for no reason. Yeah. Like you've been a good guy, you've shown no no like indication to vote them out, and they'll just pick you because they're just like they'll they'll literally sometimes this happens. They'll just be sitting on the beach and they go, "What if we throw out John? What what threat did John pose to you?" Right. Cool. That is how to win Survivor. That so is how to win Survivor. I have a I have a thing we should do for this. What's so, that? So, um, usually we post our episode on Twitter. Like yep. If people want to listen to it. Yeah. Um, like just that one individually. Mm-hmm. So I think if this episode gets a certain amount of like likes or retweets within like a year, I think you should sign up. Not oh. necessarily mean you'll get into it, but. Okay. You it. have to do the... What if I sign up anyway? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, but this means now instead of like, because, you know, we're How still many? young. I don't know. I mean, we can get like, what, two a tweet now, so. How many in a year you think is good? 50, 50? likes. Oh, that's cool. So if this gets, this episode gets 50 likes on Twitter. Yes. Will will sign up for Survivor. Yep. And I'll post it on Twitter so you can see that I signed up. Oh. Right. And we're ready to go. Cool. cool. I like that. All right, you want to you want to do these top seven? Yes. Tear jerker moments slash movies. Yes. You ready? I just did movies, but yeah. I did movies and then moments that specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you ready? Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go for it. Cool. At seven, appropriately seven. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't so, know. I don't know if that's per se a tear jerker for me. It's more like a just anger. Well, it's still tears. Angry tears. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I'm referring to the box scene. Yeah. You know, at the end with Brad Pitt trying to figure out, like, what's in the box and stuff, you know, and you honestly feel for him while the whole thing's happening. That one definitely gets more, sorry, more tear jerky the more times you watch it. Yeah. Because you get you 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 get more invested in watching their characters earlier in the movie, you yeah you you pay more attention to Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt's relationship and, stuff and like Gwyneth that. Paltrow and Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. That dinner scene really sets that up. You're like, oh, she's so cool. Yeah, and she has a baby on the way. So yeah, good yeah. one. Yes. All right, my number seven. I wrote Dobby, but it's Harry Potter and the. Deathly Hollows Part One, right? The very, very end. Spoiler alert. 
Dobby saves all his best friends. <laughs> and he gets a knife in the heart for it, dog. Nice. And just the most innocent, loving, character. good-hearted character just gets murdered because yep. Voldemort just needs to, what, destroy the fucking world? Like, really? You gotta hurt the little, the house elf that cared? Gosh. That one still gets me. Every yeah. single time, I'm like, I, it's a it's a fictional animated character, Will. Keep it together. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> it's such a good scene, though. Like, right. Like, everyone's happy because they made it out, and they're going to defeat, and then all of a sudden, you just see Dobby laying on the ground, and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and they bury his little body. <laughs> so brutal, dude. Uh, oh, and it's the end of the movie, too. I think I think whenever someone dies at the very end of the movie, it just hits so much harder. Right. You're just like, yeah. I thought I was supposed to be happy at the end of this. <laughs> okay, continue. All right, my number six is Infinity War. Oh. So the dusting scene. Okay. So. That's a good one. Yeah. You know. My number Espec- s- especially Spider-Man. My number six is the Shawshank Redemption. Okay. When uh, Brooks hangs himself. Hairstyle. Hairstyle. I became the good country boy that you want to. <laughs> I trust you now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're so trustworthy. No, uh, yeah, the, when, you, uh, when he hangs himself after getting out. Because that's just like, I don't know what it is about that, but it's like it, it really shows. I don't think this would happen today, but it really shows like kind of a fucked up view of like how things can possibly be where you just get so used to one thing and your life your life is these people and and this place and this mm-hmm. like this is your legacy and you get put out in the real world well and nothing you can do when you're in you prison back. for life you don't have to worry about like bills money getting a job or supporting yourself or people you know everything's basically provided for you there yeah so and and it's a hard reality to face and then when you when you go back to like just working a job for no reason right like he doesn't care about money he's been disconnected from monetary value for over 50 years like he doesn't care yeah. you know what i mean and it's just like there's just nothing for him to latch on to he's too old to you know get date there's no friends there's nobody you know what i mean everybody he knows is all his friends are in the prison and have no chance of getting out anytime soon yep it's just brutal brutal so sad and it says brooks is here on the mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Not cool. Death. Is not cool. cool. No, these are not. None of these are really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant cool to what you said. All right. My number five. I have uh, Logan. What part of Logan? The when Wolverine dies, basically. Okay. So, you know, this unkillable man is finally feeling, not necessarily pain. He knows what pain feels like, but like mortality. Mm-hmm. So it's like a grander thing than just. Like slowly fading. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. I didn't think about that at all because there's other tear drinking moments in that as well. Mm-hmm. Like when her mom gets killed. Yeah. And when, uh, the family gets murdered by X twenty three or the the clone of Wolverine. Yeah, but you don't really get to know them very well. But it's so sad. Uh, or Charles Charles Rex gets killed. Yeah. You know. Well, and then, the sad thing about Charles is just like his life was so incredibly sad leading up to that point, and then he just gets murdered. You're just like, yeah. jeez. Yeah. This should be rated R for emotional distress, <laughs> not even violence or. It's just God. And then, like yeah. you said, someone that has lived his whole life for like a long time. Yeah. 
almost wishing he could die. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he is dying and realizes that he's letting down these kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, Even his, though they get away. His newfound daughter, basically. And they've yeah. foreshadowed his heart. He would die with his heart in his hand. Man. He's holding her hand. That's a that's a you you got me beat there. That's that's a good one. That's only number five. Okay, my number five is a movie called Wonder. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. It's about a. <coughs> it's about, about a, a boy, who has a face. He has a. Defo- he was born with a deformity. Okay. And he had to have reconstructive surgery on like a lot of his body, mainly his face. And he just he just looks different from everybody else, right? And like he's been homeschooled his whole life, but this is his journey going into middle school, right? And normally this movie's not like a tearjerker, I I would say for most people, but it's like for me it was a tearjerker because of uh the daughter. Okay. Because the daughter her whole story is about what's it called? Being second, you know what I mean? Like, oh, to the brother? Yeah, like the bro like she always like one of the main things in the movie that caught me was she's like uh my her best friend said uh the family all always revolved around the son and forgot about the daughter. You get yeah. it? You get what I'm saying? Like the son revolving around the earth. You get you get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so looking it up now. And so to me that just hits home because of the way my life has been. You know what I mean? Just being second. You yeah, know? yeah, I understand. And it's like it, it's a it's an interesting conundrum because it's like you don't want to steal that person's thunder because they're going through things, mm-hmm. but it's also like it it feels wrong to want to be noticed. You know, it feels like, oh, you're just, but sometimes you just need it, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can definitely feel that in her story. Like, she loves her brother and she wants the best for him, but sometimes she just wants to be noticed and not forgotten. And that just hits home. Right. Yep. What's your number four? Uh, I have The Lion King. Ooh. So, Mufasa's death. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That was like the first childhood that one, one no for me that one gets worse with age well i'm saying like when I was in my kid, life that was the first one i true, experienced true, true. so true i think the iron giants the first one that <laughs> i don't think i ever really cried in that true i didn't i didn't put it here but it's like definitely was like ouch death is real that's sad <laughs> but uh yeah well, they didn't die so the the lion king thing that i feel like it gets worse with age because the freaking like as a kid you're just like oh his dad's dead but the the part where he like Puts his paw, oh, it, yeah. oh! As an adult, that's just Dad, like, get up, dude! Stop, mm-hmm. <laughs> stop! Yeah. You're killing my heart. Okay, my number four is Goodwill Hunting. When uh, and this is this is like a happy tearjerker. Like right, your your uh, tears, tears are tears. Joy. Where when uh when he walks up, when his brother walks up to the door, and he knocks and nobody shows up, and he foreshadows that earlier in the movie where he says. Dude, I don't think you understand. You're given something that none of us uh, else have. And every single day I drive up and knock on your door and pick you up to take you to the construction job, I hate myself. And I just want one day to knock and for you not to be there. You know what I mean? And so he shows up, knocks, isn't there. You see this little smirk on his face, and then you see the car driving off in the distance. And you're like, fuck yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> it's, nice. just, it's just it's good. Nice. feels good. All right. Uh, my number three is Creed Two. Oh really? Yeah. So, I like week by week this movie, like I like it more and more. 
It's so good. Yeah. So there's actually two scenes in this one. Okay. So it's where they're testing to see if um, the daughter. Baby can hear. The baby oh, can hear. Oh, man. I forgot. <laughs> that is rough. Yeah. Because, that, because he's a grown ass man and he's just like struggling. He's a to keep world it heavyweight champion. Dude. A boxer, you know? And him and, and I don't, they never showed him got married, but they're engaged and have a kid together. So we'll say married. But they're in separate rooms, but they can see each other. And he's in the room with the tester, and yeah, he just he knows what's happening. He knows what's happening, and then he just starts bawling out. Um, and then uh, the wife Tessa Thompson sees it, and she starts crying too. Bro, that's brutal. And just starts like you know loving on the baby, you know. And that's just something that like, like I it 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 was a really good scene because it showed like people that are in a relationship mm-hmm. and truly love each other, like they can feel that between each other. Yeah. Without having to talk, without having to, you, you know, well, you're I mean? humanizing these like larger in life movie people, exactly. Characters, so, and and it was also, it's not cool, but it's an interesting, uh, dynamic. plot plot dynamic that the guy that's unbeatable, the guy that can beat anybody, he can't beat a disease, a, mm-hmm. uh, a an genetic, an, a genetic thing. infliction on his kid. Yeah. This is something he can't beat. He can't beat this one up. He has to live with it, you yeah. know? Brutal. Yeah. And then, you know, him trying to be a dad on his own when yeah. the, uh, Tess Thompson goes record, you know, and he's, like, breaking down, just punching the bag and stuff. I love and that part. father he, moment. I love when he yeah. takes the baby, and the baby can sit there and doesn't cry because he can't hear yeah. that he's, like, you know, rattling chains and punching bag. You know what yeah. I mean? The baby just, like, that's And then cool. also the very end when um, Rocky goes to f- see his... Uh, oh yeah son for like the first time in a long time and also at the same time um adonis is visiting his dad you know his grave Man, that's such i'm watching it again well i, I purchased it that's and a, i showed it to brooke can i borrow it she started crying no i have it on it's digital not hard copy can i borrow it <laughs> i'll give you my login if where's it at voodoo hmm Mm. Can I borrow it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, my number three I mean, is... It's free subscriptions. So. My number three is higher up than yours. It's uh the Mr. Stark scene. Oh, the snap. Bro. The snap is bad, right? You're seeing all yeah. these characters. And I don't know what it is. I You look at that movie poster, right? There are so many characters on that movie poster. You can get lost. Mm-hmm. And you spend... 20, 30 minutes at Wakanda, okay? And you're like, okay, this is all going to hell. And then it snaps, and you start to see everybody die, and you're like, oh, my God, shit. Then you move back to Titan, and you're like, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgot about these guys. It's been 20 minutes since I've seen these guys, right? And so you see all, like, like Drax hurt. Groot hurt pretty bad. But yeah. all of a sudden, you see... T- uh, Peter's pseudo dad yeah. holding him. Yeah. And Peter, because he has spider sense, sense knows it's coming yeah. before it's coming. And dude, just Mr. Stark, oh, feel so. Oh man, it was just like it was so human, so personal, and it was just like you could just see on Miss on Tony's face. Yeah. Just I've I've let him down. You know what I mean? Oh man, it just hurt. Yeah. It just hurts. Mm-hmm. Just oh, ooh. and if they can do that, 
this next movie scares me, dude. dude I'm, I am genuinely I'm, scared. I'm genuinely scared for my tears and my manliness in this movie. <laughs> they'll, man, co- they'll collect man cards at the door. Just just sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, that's so fucking sad, dude. <laughs> and I know he's not even dead. That's the yeah. craziest thing. Well, just imagine movie. when they get reunited or people are back. Like if, spoiler alert, potentially, I don't know, like Tom Holland or uh, Spider-Man comes back yeah, and he's just so happy to see Tony. But Tony's dead or something. Oh, you know what? I mean? <laughs> oh, God, stop! Like if Tony say like risks his life just to get them back, or, or if Groot comes back and his his rocket's, rocket's not gone. There. Yeah, oh, you're fucking hurting me right now, dude. <laughs> I know, man. You're it's... hurting my soul. Or what if Groot never comes back? What if it's just like yeah. he died for the team, came back, and Rocket had to watch his friend die again? Man, Rockets had a fucking tough life. Yeah. I don't care what that guy said. He can steal eyeballs all day long. I don't care. Right. Oh, it's a yeah. tough one. All right. What you got? Uh, my number two is up. Dude. No way. <laughs> yes, sir. My number two is up. Dude, that Woo! scene is rough. <laughs> the op- opening scene with the... Uh, what's his name? Huh? The old guy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, but him and his wife yeah. growing old together her name is vicky isn't it i don't know i think it's vicky because i remember the first thing i remembered when i when they're writing their name on it is i just remembered oh yeah nikki you so because <laughs> i'm pretty sure she um what's the kid's name she, carl uh, Fredrickson is him yeah and uh what is it at? where's the kid russell russell's the kid russell yeah what's the girl's name She's probably deep in the cast notes because she's. Well, I don't think she ever bit. talked as an adult, did she? Really? Ellie. Oh, I nailed that. Nikki. Ellie. <laughs> nailed it. Right. I know a lot about up. Yes. So uh, them growing old and her passing away. The worst part. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. What? When they tried having a kid but couldn't. Oh, that was pretty damn bad. Okay. The worst part. Is the funeral is held in the same fucking church as where they got married. Dude, yeah. That just, that, like, oh. because, and there's, like, a deeper meaning to that, right? Because their whole goal was to travel one day. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they had the funeral in the exact same church as where they got married means they didn't achieve that goal. And that just, oh, I, mm, the older you get, the more that'll hurt. Yeah. Let's just put it well, that because, way. Well, because, you know, as kids, they had these big dreams and stuff. Yeah. And then through their... Uh, growing up montage they kept having to break into their travel fund which is like the most real shit ever oh it's it's (laughs) yeah you're like we're gonna go on vacations one day and then you realize oh like bills and water heater broke washer broke something car broke down you know and it's i think it's a testament to like if you if you ever feel like you're in a rut and you're not doing what you want to do just watch that scene and i think it'll wake you up and be like Maybe I'm gonna spend a little bit of money and do what I want to do this mm-hmm. week. You know what I mean? Yep. Because we're not here forever, and it's not worth here for a good time, fixing... a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Could have said it better myself. Number one, go. Uh, if we have oh, the same number one, I'll shit my I pants. I doubt it. Uh, mine is American Sniper. Ooh. Oh man. Yeah. So this is genuinely the only movie that's ever made me cry. Really? Yeah. So like. Not necessarily bawling out, but, like, tears coming out of my eyes. Yeah, just, like, know? a teardrop. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can get watery eye. And Mr. Stark books. definitely maybe. Um, I, <laughs> I dropped a, I dropped a tear for that. Not in the movie theater, but on the second watch, it definitely was like. Yeah, I got you. 
Um, in the movie theater, it was too much of a shock. I was like, what? <laughs> what yeah. just happened? Okay. Yeah, so, you know, basically he... Yeah, all the shit he had to go through in the in the war and all the, the final thing where it was just him and a few other guys fighting off everybody. The hardship he had to go through up up to the final where he finally gets to go home to his, you know, his wife and his new um, child. Yep. And then he goes out and he gets murdered. And supposedly. he's trying to help those people. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally like his job is to help recovering veterans like shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do what do what they love to do. Yeah. And, you know, shoot for a hobby. Man. And the guy he was trying to help, supposedly, I don't I don't remember if it was him, or, like, staged or not, but. Wasn't an actual veteran? What are you saying? No, like, someone paid him to kill him. Oh. But I'm pretty sure there was a conspiracy that it oh, was a hit it, job or something. I thought he was just really messed up, like a really messed up guy and just shot him i don't know it could be i don't remember but, but you uh, know and in fact it's a true story so yeah and the way they shot it was really good too yeah it made it really tear jerky because you Cooper. just because you just bang right chris kyle that's who it is that's the sniper yeah that's his name yeah yeah that sucks man yeah i also it's also like it parallels like he he risked his life for years to you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To protect these people, and he comes back, and he still wants to like serve his country and help these people out. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. that's what happens to him. Like how how shitty is that? You know, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, sometimes the world can be a dark place. And let me just let me just get into that. Have you ever seen the movie Fruitvale Station? No. Oh, I don't you think need I've to. Ever heard of it? You need to. You need to. Why would I- Purposely want to cry? Well, it's got Michael B. Jordan in it. Oh. Sign you up. <laughs> no, uh, Fruitvale Station is about um, a shooting that happens in Fruitvale Station, right? Okay. To some innocent African American individuals, right? And dude, let me tell you, I don't want to get into details because I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen it. It's brutal. Okay. It's really bad. It's really sad, and it's there's like there's one scene in particular that I'm thinking about, and it's just like it's just a feeling of hopelessness, right? And it's shot so really realistically, you know what I mean? That it just it just hits it just hits your spinal cord. I don't know how to explain it because there's just people screaming, you know what I mean? Uh And then it just like it drowns out, you know what I mean? Like when you get hit in the head and you like and it drowns out, it does that, and you're just like. It just puts you in the moment. It's whew, it's brutal. Nice. Brutal. And then it starts flashing back to, like, things. You know what I mean? Like, decisions. Oh, decisions he oh, okay. makes throughout the movie that you're uh-huh. like, man, he was really trying. He was trying, and these people just fucked him up. Gotcha. Oh, it's bad. You got to watch that movie. Gotcha. That's your, that's your Bad Times at El Royale slash. What was that other movie I watched? Black Klansman. <laughs> All right, brother. You said what the what's the name of it? Uh, Fruitvale Station. Oh, okay. It's an older one. It's like 2013. Yeah, 2013. Cool. Good movie. Michael, uh, right. Michael B. Jordan's breakout role, I do believe. Cool. Cool. Sweet. Um, you got your bracket? I do. Cool. Like on hand, or do you want to do that? Yeah, not the whole thing. So I'm thinking well, we have the same winner. Well, obviously, because we're both Duke fans. Yes. Sorry, we probably just lost fifty percent of our viewership. 
It's okay. We can all do it like different. Well, I'm teams. still listening. You're still listening. We're good. <laughs> That's, That's good 50%. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, so we'll just go like, uh, like either Sweet 16 or Elite 8, and we'll just compare those two. And I say whoever gets the most right has to buy end game tickets. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Where's my brackets? Well, okay. That we might have to work that one out. Well, you would buy them anyway. I would just pay you for or or not pay me. Yes. Which I did buy your last ticket. Well, I, I've literally told you to Venmo me. You're like, no, don't worry about it. I did Venmo you. I did. It's all good. I don't care. I am checking <laughs> right now, sir. I do not want any debts in my ch- name. How do you check this bracket. My bracket. Did you do ESPN? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I got it. So what are we doing? Checking. See, I have no notification. Okay, 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 okay. Hand. It's fine. You're welcome. <laughs> what are we what are we doing? Do you want to go uh we'll just compare but if you're on ESPN it tracks everything, so it'll tell us at the end. We'll just either do yeah, we'll do a lead eight. Who you okay. got in lead eight just to compare? Uh Duke. LSU. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gonzaga. Okay. Michigan. Michigan. Where's Michigan at? He's a number two seed. Do you have Buffalo? You're nuts if you have no, Buffalo. No, I do not have Buffalo. Buffalo's good, though. Where's Michigan? Oh, okay. You have Marquette? Huh? You have... Who'd you... Number... You have Michigan State? No, Michigan? just keep going. Keep doing your thing. Okay. I, Mich- I was trying to figure out who... Because I don't have Michigan. I just have one twos all the way down. So I have Gonzaga, Michigan, Venice, uh, Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina, Kentucky. Okay. Which, you know what? In hindsight, I don't think I should have picked Kentucky. They're ass. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's locked in, so whatever. Then I have Duke, Michigan, Tennessee, North Carolina. Duke, North Carolina. Duke. You have a Duke, North Carolina final? I do. Cool. All right, so I have... North Carolina's not bad. <laughs> no, they're very good. They All right, so I have, nasty. I have Duke, LSU as well. Okay. I have Gonzaga, Texas Tech. I like that one. And then Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina, Kentucky. Yeah, I just don't know about Kentucky. I'm, See, I have Michigan losing first round. Really second-guessing. Oh, I can change it. <laughs> Did you hear me? Come on, Houston. <laughs> Come on, Houston. Oh, no. I have, I have Michigan losing second round. I'm sorry. Really? To Nevada, yeah. And then my final four, I have Duke, Texas Tech, Tennessee, North Carolina, Duke, North Carolina. Okay. Duke winning. What's your score prediction? What's that? You didn't do a score prediction? It's in case of a, like a tiebreaker, which I think are like almost near impossible. To, for two people to get that same thing right. Um, one second. But I have Duke winning seventy four sixty nine. How do you do a score prediction? Um, it's an amazing podcasting, by the way. <laughs> the final when you go to the final championship, it should say, um, you pick your team, and the owner says tiebreaker, pick the final score. Yep. You just type in what you think the final score will be. Oh, that, oh, 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 72-68. Okay, I have 74-69 Duke. 69. Nice. Yeah. Dude, so, that, oh, my God. If there is a Duke-Carolina final. It's never happened, which I honestly think it needs to. Also, if, if, it, year, does, if it does happen, I'm going to have my face in a pillow the whole time because, dude, I cannot fucking tell you how stressed <laughs> I was. Yeah. When Zion put in that put back two, mm-hmm. I literally was like, oh, my God, dude. He put the team on his fucking back. Right. All these Carolina fans are like we beat Duke. I'm like, 
You ain't seen a second half Zion. You've seen a full healthy Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Barrett played like ass. Jack didn't drop a single shot. Alex O'Connell played two minutes. Uh, RJ yeah. Barrett scored nothing. Cam Reddish had a horrible game. Zion, 31 points. Like, get out of here. Well, He's nasty. Yeah. And I know the white boy played like a monster. I forget his name. The the, the replacement for the guy that got hurt. I was like, dude, yeah. you're crazy. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I think that's the show, my friend. I think so. See oh, you, today. See you guys next week. Hold on. I mean, I have our list for next week, by the way. Okay, bye. But also, <laughs> <laughs> news. Uh, did you hear about Mike Trout? Uh-uh. He, so he signed his new deal today. Okay. it's He's like the richest person in sports history now. Okay, he's not worth that. No, he is. I know he's that good, but I mean, he's no Cristiano Ronaldo. He's not going to win you. I mean, I mean, he's been in the playoffs once, but he's been exactly. He averages MVP. Oh, he's nuts. To like he's nuts. position two at least. Yeah, but he's got four hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed, or not guaranteed, but in one did, year. No, no, no. It's over twelve years, but four hundred thirty million. So he's guaranteed twelve. Years. So he's basically got him for his whole career. Was well, twenty six, and you can play forever. Okay, okay, okay. Twenty, so. but that's thirty eight. Ichiro's in his like fifties, dude. <laughs> that's because he's Asian and they're nuts. That's true. All right, what's our list? Oh, so it's it's the Will and Lige. We'll do our separate list. Uh, the legacy movies. So movies that um, will easily be forgotten by the time our kids are you know, movie watchers and stuff like that. Okay. So it's one of those, you know, like dark Knight, Avengers, all the, all those movies will easily be remembered, but these are movies that we want to live on. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's a tough, uh, um, five, right? Five. That's why it shouldn't be that tough. It's just like decent movies that aren't going to be remembered. Okay. So that we, we, next we want our kids to remember and pass what, on. What are we doing next week? Marvel movies. We've done all those. I thought we had two more. We haven't done Black Panther. And Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh. We can do that or we can do the other character game. Because you posted that on Twitter, by the way. Oh, that one? Mm-hmm. I just said coming soon. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's do that. Okay. It's coming real soon. <laughs> well, because... The Next week, week. The week after that, we also don't have something scheduled, but... If we wanted to, we can go see, like, Us and review that or something. Us. Because we got next week and the week after that until Shazam. Ah. So we have two weeks. What's Us? The Jordan Peele movie? Uh-uh. Okay, good. I didn't want to see it anymore. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not a horror. I, I, I bet it's going to be a good movie and have interesting twit. Uh-uh. Scary. Uh, Get Out was fine. It wasn't that scary, but that movie looks fucking nuts. Yeah. I, I'm not a jump scare kind of guy. It looks like I'm it's not a big horror guy. Either. Yeah, Get Out was good though. Have you seen Get Out yet? No. Oh, okay. You got Fruitvale Station. Get Out. Okay. okay, that's the show. Adios. Toodles. Bye.